Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Demartini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show. Talk radio to thrive by. Powerful, inspiring, and coming to you live, bringing you stories of people like you and me, busting through and living life full out. Get ready to dare to wonder what your life would be like if you knew you could not fail. Hey, everybody, welcome. Thanks for tuning in and turning us on. I'm Susan Dolce, and I am delighted to be guest hosting for Dr. Pat today. It's always a privilege to be able to to sit in her seat, so to speak. Um, So I'm delighted to be able to be here. So this has been uh, a pretty auspicious time in human history. We just witnessed the conjunction of Jupiter and Saturn, also called the Great Conjunction. <clears throat> and if you, if it hasn't been flooding your Facebook feed or your Instagram feed and all of the information on what was going on, um, <clears throat> I did a little research. So what I found was that Jupiter and Saturn meet approximately every 20 years. So that's, that's a regular occurrence about every 20 years. Ancient astrologers considered <clears throat> their conjunction to be the event marking a shift in historical eras. However, the alignment we just experienced a few days ago is even more significant than other Jupiter-Saturn conjunctions because for the first time in 200 years, 200 years, the two planets will meet in an air sign and that would be Aquarius. And yes, I hear the song in my head. (laughs) This is the dawning of the age of Aquarius. The previous conjunctions happened in earth archetypes So there was earth element and now we are in air. And so this elemental change reflects the enormous shift in global consciousness that we are currently experiencing. My guest today knows a lot about shifts in consciousness and energy. Pam Barsh is a medium, intuitive healer, energy coach, writer, and messenger of love with training in chakra and crystal healing. She completed a master's degree in psychology with a focus on mind, body, spirit, wellness, Pamela woke to her spiritual path while recovering from a serious illness, and during her healing journey, she began to communicate to angels and spirits, learning about healing through love energy. She helps others to identify and remove energy blocks, find a place of balance and peace, and awaken to their path in life. Her belief is that everyone has the innate ability to heal through the power of love. Welcome, Pam. Thank you for having me. I'm excited excited, for you. Yeah, I'm excited too. (laughs) So the show that I host um, is called Three Things I've Learned, and it highlights people's transformation stories. And as I mentioned in your bio, you clearly went through a transformation story. And so before we get into the topic for today about love energy, I would really like to know more about your story. Like I'm fascinated by what, what happened. Yeah, it is something that still to this day amazes me, all the things that I've gone through. So when we're talking about shifting our energy and getting into the state of love and having that hope that we can do this, my story really shows you that because I was kind of stuck in that place too, where I didn't have that hope for a long time. And I was sick for many years and I just kept going in that same direction. It's like my my body couldn't heal. Um, there was just things that were wrong in every part of my life. I wasn't aligned with what I was doing with myself as far as a job. Everything felt off, but I couldn't quite figure out how to change things because I was following, I think, the traditional norm of what you're supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Like, you, you know, you go to the typical doctor and you get a diagnosis or you take this medication, you know, you follow what people tell you to do. But it wasn't until I got really ill and just I just completely bottomed out that I realized they couldn't help me. So I started to search and even at my worst moments when I could barely function, I was trying anything I could do to find an answer. And part of it was just starting to breathe and meditate. Mm -hmm. And as I did that, I experienced a connection with angels that came in and to start speaking to me. Mm -hmm. And when they did that, That was my connector to heal because I felt like there was nothing in the physical world that was going to really help me at that time. 
I needed to go deeper. I needed to really go in my heart and heal things that were there that needed to be healed and open up to who I was. I just had no idea in that moment. I said, who am I? Like, why am I here? Like, what is, what does my life mean? And I look back on it and I thought, man, what have I really done to contribute towards what something, you know, is a bigger meaning for me? What is it that I really want to do if I was going to leave something behind? And the clarity that came to me was I need to write. I need to write a book. I need to put messages out. Having that clarity is a healing point for me, just knowing that's what it is. And then everything else that goes along with it, it's just an additional thing, you know, that's a part of your life. But it's like, is that, that's this point. And once you have the center point, you're like, okay, when that's my passion, that's my center point, that's love. And everything revolves around that. Mm -hmm. And that's how you hold your space. So I just learned a lot about through that process of being myself, understanding what light energy was like. I didn't even know what that meant before. I hadn't even really research stuff about spiritual topics that much. I was kind of always drawn to different things that were unusual, but I hadn't really embraced it a lot. So once I started looking into it more, I'm like, what does that really mean when they're saying, you know, light energy and, mm -hmm. and what is this healing? What are all these healing modalities? I've never heard of this before. And, and that just kept one thing to the another, you know, it was just like crystals. Let me look at crystals. Let me look at chakras. I just started looking at everything. And I just became like super open-minded and just expand my consciousness to whatever would work, whatever would create not only healing for me, but to know where I was going to go next on my path. So I find that looking back on it, it was a very difficult time. It did take me a while to go through all of that. But at the same time, I don't ever want to go back to the way I was before, where I was just asleep and not really listening to myself. And now I know that if I talk to other people about it, I can say, look, no matter where you are, I don't care what has happened to you. You can heal from it. You can get to a better place. You can find that sense of purpose in where you are in this life, where you fit, what is really driving you. One of the things that uh, I found fascinating about your story, and actually I, this is one of the, when we're talking about Western medicine, um, that I think is so overlooked, or maybe now it's beginning to become part of Western medicine as people are beginning to open their minds to this. But as we're talking, and we're going to talk about frequency, how um, when we don't listen to our bodies, when we're ignoring, we're not, we're, we're in our mind and we're not in our bodies, our bodies are going to find a way yeah. to send us messages saying, you need to stop this, or you need to change something. Our bodies don't lie, right? Mm -hmm. And um, so that's what I think, like, it's so important to check in when we're not feeling something, when something hurts, when we're, there's pain in our body, when there's headaches, when there's, right? I mean, we need to check in and, and, and get out of our head and get into our body to find out what our body's trying to tell us. Yeah, that is so true. And I think one of the issues that I had is I'm very, I like to like get um, a lot of, I would do a lot of things like reading and jobs that would use my mind quite a bit. So I was always doing things that were more analytical and logical. And I think what was happening is I was using my energy so much in my head that it wasn't really connected to the rest of my body. And so exactly. I really, so I was really kind of not in my body to tell you the truth. I was really floating all over the place and mostly in my head and I would have headaches and I couldn't figure out why I was having headaches. So part of it was just having this congestion of energy in my head and not being as grounded and all of that. But also it's because I was blocking the flow of energy, you know, as you come through the crown chakra and all of this, like I was blocking that connection. I wasn't asking for help either, mm -hmm. which is kind of funny to think about, but I wasn't really in the mode of praying and asking for help if I needed guidance. I was just in this feeling like suffering in a sense, like, mm -hmm how do I get out of this? Is it's ne This is never going to change, but you have to begin to shift that no matter where you are in it. Because when I was at my worst, I would tell myself I'm healing, I'm strong. And that is what really helped me the most is to identify myself differently, mm -hmm. to see myself as completely in my path, completely healed. And I would get these visuals of myself like that. 
And then having it happen was like, wow, this is actually possible. I knew it was when I was trying to plant the seed, but to see it happen was a whole nother thing. Yeah, it, it, it really is. Um, I think we take for granted um, the power of visualization and our power to heal ourselves. We're just because we're, we're like you said in the beginning, like you go to a doctor and we're expecting the, you know, the healing community to find the answer, to give us a pill, to, you know, have a procedure or whatever, when we really have the power in us to heal. Yeah. Yeah. So we're going to take a a break here. Um, When we come back, we're going to get deep into the power of love energy and frequency. Um, I definitely wanted to discuss more about, um, you know, the energy of fear, the frequency Mm -hmm. of fear versus the frequency of love. So we'll be right back. You're listening to the Dr. Pat show. I'm Susan Dolce. We'll be back in a little bit. Welcome to Light Body Wisdom with internationally known Light Body Whisperer, Grace Home. She will make you laugh and yawn as you release lifetimes of trauma and begin to feel much lighter. Your divine gifts may be activated, allowing you to weave light into the fabric of the world. Are you ready to be your own light and shine? For more information about Grace, visit gracegholm.com. That's gracegholm.com. The Coach Peggy Show. All things wellness with Coach Peggy Wilms. Tune in live every first and third Tuesday at 6 p.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Are you settling? No more. Coach Peggy takes on all things wellness. We go way beyond nutrition and fitness. The Coach Peggy Show is not afraid to be bold, badass, and it's never half in. For more information, visit AllThingsWellness.com. This is Brittany Miles from Miles to Go, How to Lose to Gain It All. Here to share a tip with you. It's called five, four, three, two, one. We all need a break. Time to let it go. Here's a great go-to when you need to surrender and get back to the present moment. Acknowledge five things you see around you. Acknowledge four things you can touch around you. Acknowledge three things you hear. Acknowledge two things you can smell. Acknowledge one thing you can taste. And with that, take a deep breath. Now you're in the present moment. Brittany Miles, Miles to Go, How to Lose to Gain It All. You can find me on the second and fourth Wednesdays at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern on Transformation Talk Radio. Hey everyone, it's me, Psychic Medium Jamie. And me, Spirit Walker Nicole from Shades of Spirit, bringing you another Shades of Spirit tip of the week. Jamie, have you ever wondered if spirit or an angel is around you or your home? Ever since I was a child. And today we're gonna go over a few signs and indications that they are near us. What about hearing your name called that you can't quite find the source? Does that happen to you? All the time. I see moving shadows or bursts of color out of the corner of my eyes. I'll have objects that go missing and then turn up in the most random places. Especially when you're trying to get out the front door. I'll have electrical devices that turn on and off for no reason. I'll see repetitive number sequences such as 444, 1111, or 1234. Join us each week, Monday mornings at 8 a.m. for our Shades of Spirit podcast on Transformation Talk Radio. You can also follow us and make appointments on shadesofspirit.com or give us a call at 858 684-7575 to book your appointment. Are you ready to become an unstoppable force of love in the world? Then don't miss the Creative Empowerment Show Invoking Radical Love with Rachel Chase live every month on TransformationTalkRadio.com Rachel shares tools, stories, and meditations to spark the flame of profound wisdom within you. If you want to awaken your superpowers and activate your heart, visit rachelchase.com. Welcome back, everybody. You're listening to The Dr. Pat Show. I am Susan Dolce. I'm filling in for Dr. Pat today, and I'm speaking with Pam Barsh. She is an intuitive healer, an energy coach, a medium. And before we get into the nitty-gritty of our conversation today about energy, healing with love energy, where can people find you, Pam? How can they get in touch with you? Well, they can go to my website at pambarsh.com. 
and check that out. I also have an Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter page, and it's with my name, Pam Barr. So you can check that out and get different messages. And you also um, have a link to uh, an ebook. Yes. Yes. There's and that's, I, 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 I downloaded it and I read it and I did all the exercises. It's actually, it's like a workbook. It's really very informative. Yeah. Um, it's the seven magical steps to, to activating help me with the rest of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Activating your soul abundance. Um, but yeah, I highly recommend going over there and, and getting that because it, um, especially uh, because we're coming up on the new year, mm-hmm. it gave me a time to go through that and reflect on what I've done in the past and where I want to mm-hmm. go, you know, in the future. So yeah. anyway, head on over to pambarsh.com. Um, so we're going to talk about how we can shift our frequency through the power of love energy and I would like to talk a little bit about frequency first. Um, <clears throat> my mentor says she has sticky notes all over her house that say that the number one job, my number one job is to manage my frequency and to keep my frequency high, mm-hmm. keep, stay in the energy of love and light and away mm-hmm. from fear. So why is this important? Why is, why is our frequency so important? Well, I mean, we want to be exactly who we are our greatest potential you know we want to be able to have that feeling like it's almost like you're on the other side and you're in the spirit form here you want to be able to bring that here and know that there's so much more that you can do if you can get yourself in that frequency and it's not like it's this hard thing it's like you have to study every day and be like okay am i doing it wrong now what am i doing it's i think more like putting energy towards yourself and asking yourself what feels good today What do I want to do today that will make me feel uplifted? What will make me happy? What will make me laugh? You know, what will make me feel healed and and just taking care of myself? That's where it starts. It's kind of that inner journey. And it doesn't have to be this deep dive every day, but just little things, you know, little choices that you make, things that you say to yourself, the way that you start your day, you know, what do you say or think the first moment that you wake up? How do you appreciate that moment and like say, okay, today's going to be a great day rather than create all these worries, which is really easy to go into because we all have all these things to do. Right. Mm -hmm. And you can start creating this list of, I have to do this. I have to do this. And there's all these things, but technically, why don't we just change that a little around with the energy shift it? Let's shift it around. Let's just say, Hey, I love myself today. Today's a great day. What do I want to do today? That's going to be really amazing for me. And see, when you do that, then everything you do along the way is giving you a point of reflection for that. So if somebody crosses your path, they're going to reflect that back to you and, you know, back and forth, you're going to communicate Mm -hmm. that and opportunities might come through that day. It could be little things. You could sit outside and notice something in nature, you know, and that reflects that energy. And so if you do that more and you get into a routine of doing that, that's how you hold the space, how you hold the light and keep that frequency. It doesn't mean you're never going to go out of the frequency and have something happen to you, but knowing how to do it as kind of a habit creates it happening easier for you. So if you do bounce out of it, you notice it Mm -hmm. and then you go back. And the good thing to remember is when you bounce out is to say, I'm observing it. See, I'm not being Mm -hmm. it. I'm not being that low frequency. I'm observing it Mm -hmm. and just say, yeah, I noticed, I noticed that was not the best choice or I kind of went off my, my path and thought something strange, but then you're like, wait a minute, I have the power to choose to come back and just observe that that happened and move on. One of my, one of my other teachers, somebody I follow that I, uh, am very, uh, uh, hold near and dear to my heart. His name's Leonard Jacobson. I'm not sure if you're familiar with him, but one of the things that he taught me kind of like what you're saying is, um, to catch myself in a negative thought, like you just said, Mm -hmm. or like, or judging, like he'll, he'll say, you know, we're human. We're going to, we're going to have those moments where we're going to judge. And he, he's pretty, it's funny when he says it, cause he just says, you know, say to yourself judging (laughs) because this sing song way of doing it or like, you know, um, you know, thinking or, uh, you know, any negative, just if you can stop and catch yourself in it and then just let it go, forgive yourself because mm-hmm. we're human and we do it. Yeah. But uh, do you have any tips 
for, I mean, a lot of people just struggle with self-love to begin mm-hmm. with because they have this, these worthiness issues, right? right? Do you have any tips? For, like if you're going from like real negativity mm-hmm. and you know, and you want to shift to what, like what you were saying, like, mm-hmm. what can I do for myself today? That's going to bring me joy or right. do you have any tips to make, how do you make that shift? I think part of it, you could come up with something that feels right to you, how you express it, but you do have to feed yourself. So you could write down things that you like that you really, you know, you really love about yourself. Things that are whatever they are, little details. It could be your personality. It could be your, your um, creativity. It could be like your passion, whatever it is, just something that you want to write down that means something to you that you feel like you're doing really well at, and you know, that's who you are. Right. And so you start to feed into that. So I would create, you know, ways to remember that, write it down in different places, you know, stick it on the mirror or whatever. You could even record a little message to yourself. I did this years ago when I was trying to recover. I recorded messages to myself, doing my own affirmations and just saying certain things that I wanted to say. If I wanted to say, hey, you know, I'm going to be an author and I'm going to speak in front of people and, and I would do all these things. And that helped me to see, oh, yeah. That's a thing. I can feel that. And as you feel it, what you're creating, then you begin to make those tiny shifts. So action is important in that. You want to find an action, whether it's writing it down, recording it, you know, painting a picture that reminds you of something that's beautiful about yourself, whatever it is that will be a visual image and, and something that will remind you of who you are. And then as you remind yourself, it ingrains that feeling too. And Which as is- you... Yeah. And the feeling is like the secret sauce. Yeah. That's the, that's the main thing you want to get into. And you see, if you focus on the feeling first, it can be hard because you're like, yeah, but I don't feel good right now. Things are just terrible. How can (laughs) I feel good? Right. But if you start to focus on the things that you do, like, I think we take for granted all the good things that are calm and peaceful in our lives. Our brains are kind of trained and wired to pick up on things that are chaotic and fearful. Mm-hmm. However, we can shift that by saying, but what are the things that are good? And then you start to look at that more. And as you do that, you're like, wow, there's actually a lot of good things. I don't even know why I'm complaining all the time. Right. And so then that gives you that hope, hope builds the next part of it. So it, that just keeps adding. It's just like this big equation, you know, you just keep adding on things and eventually you shift so much that you see yourself so differently and feel so differently that you don't even remember that other part. It's like an old memory that just kind of floats away. Yeah. The, um, another tip that, uh, cause I love the one you said, um, mm-hmm. write yourself, leave yourself notes because, um, again, it was just, this was just last weekend. My mentor was saying she will leave herself. I want I have to do this. I have to plot mm-hmm. this out. Cause I think this is such a great idea. Like what you just said, she mm-hmm. would leave herself notes, um, like to pop up in her phone, like mm-hmm. saying, yeah, like a goal that she um, is trying to achieve or um, like, obviously that it's already done because that's right. when we're trying to manifest, we have to, we have to believe, I mean, it's done, it's in the future, it's complete. Yes. And um, so like your example about, you know, a book, mm-hmm. um, something I'm still trying to work on. Uh, mm-hmm. It's like, I need to do that. I need to say, Hey, great job on that book, you know, or like, yeah. you know, great. You know, you got it published. And because yeah. the, that, that keeps that, like you said, it's not just hope, but, um, like, uh, that is in my opinion, the secret sauce to manifesting. Um, yeah. it's not yeah. just the visualizing if you don't, right. because it's like we were talking, we are, we're talking about frequency and, and love that vibration is going to your vibration. What you're feeling is what the universe is going to give you back. Right. Yeah. You, you want to kind of create the energy and the vibration of where you want to be exactly like the thing you want to create. Like if you want to write a book and you want to be in it so much that you see it complete. And like you said, you say it's done, it's done, it's done. And then you release it mm-hmm. and you don't try to control it. You just step out of the way and let it happen. Yeah. That's the hard part for me. That's the hard part. I think that's the hard part for a lot of people. Our mind wants to keep busy and keep doing things like what are the next tasks that I need to be, I need to be working harder. We always want to work harder, but it's funny because when we do that, we don't listen. We don't hear what is really the next step. What is the slower pace of getting to that point? We're trying to, you know, put something out or whatever. 
So I think it's just, you know, coming back to our heart space more, breathing more, getting ourselves to slow down. That manifestation is going to happen when you let go and breathe into your heart. That's when you're really yourself. Because if yourself, if you're being yourself, you're going to match with that thing. It's just going to come in naturally. If you push it too much and you try to like overachieve, you might get something else that's not really what you wanted. You know, it, it could come in sooner, maybe, but it may not be the thing you were really trying to, you know, search for. So I think it's best just to take those pauses where we can like really breathe and and re kind of re-acknowledge that we mm -hmm. are getting there. We're getting there. We are there. It's already happened. It's already done. Right. So right. let's just yeah. be happy in, in our space. Right. Yeah. This is a great time to take another quick break. I'm Susan Dolce. I'm guest hosting for Dr. Pat. I'm talking with Pam Barsh. We'll be right back. Are you ready to put down that drink or drug for good? Are you struggling to maintain your recovery from addictive behaviors? Do you need help with a family member or loved one who's in early recovery or battling addiction? Get the help and guidance you need by arranging a recovery recharged phone session with me, Ellen Stewart, Pushy Broad from the Bronx, Certified Life and Recovery Coach. Call 1-800-889-1757. Make an appointment today. Or go to my website, pushybroadfromthebronx.com, and click on the link that says Recovery Recharged. Don't wait. Get the help you need today. This is Ellen Stewart, Pushy Broad from the Bronx, on transformationtalkradio.com. Hey everyone, it's me, Psychic Medium Jamie. And me, Spirit Walker Nicole from Shades of Spirit, bringing you another Shades of Spirit tip of the week. Jamie, have you ever wondered if you might be an empath? Yes, I have. And some signs that we may be an empath include an inexplicable desire to avoid crowds in places like movie theaters, shopping centers, and restaurants. You know, sometimes I'm able to walk into a room with other people and I know exactly how they're feeling, even if no one is saying a word. I can attend social gatherings or other events and find myself so emotionally exhausted and physically drained that I could probably sleep for a week. If any of these examples resonate with you, please come check out our new live podcast, Shades of Spirit. It's on every Monday morning at 8 a.m. on Transformation Talk Radio. You can also find us at shadesofspirit.com where you can book your appointment or call us at 858-684-7575. How many times do you find yourself saying, it was nothing, or just doing my job, when really you knocked it out of the park? How did you get like this? Next time someone tells you, great job, you'll know how to accept it and not deflect it by listening to Courage to be Seen Radio with host Sherry Clark. Sherry Clark is an experienced global engineering leader, coach, and mentor. From her experiences one-on-one -on -one coaching to corporate consulting and executive coaching, Sherry has learned many women need at least three things to discover and face success. Learn about the ACES program, how to survive male-dominated fields with grace and authenticity, and reach the top without ever once giving up on who you are. Courage to be Seen host Sherry Clark explores the awesome power of your entire self and how far you can go by being more you. Check out her website, CourageToBeSeen.com. You have the courage to be seen. See you later. Hey, welcome back, everybody. You're listening to The Dr. Pat Show. I'm Susan Dolce. I'm filling in for the great Dr. Pat today. And I am speaking with Pam Barsh. She is an intuitive healer, an energy coach, a writer, a medium. She has all sorts of special gifts. And we are talking about how we can shift our frequency through the power of love energy. And before the break, we were talking about how and why it's important to kind of stay in that energy of love. Um, and we haven't really talked that much about just the opposite, why it's bad. Like, how do we, well, how do we hurt ourselves? How do we, how do we um, uh, kind of take down um, society <clears throat> when we stay in a place of fear? So, I mean, if you we've been living through this like fear-based pandemic. Um, it, you know, the news is 
is a big downer. You know, nobody wants to listen to the news. Um, nobody wants to hear about the pandemic, but how, like, I'm curious if you, how you feel about if there's any correlation between the pandemic or, or how can I put this? How, how long it's lasted, why it came. I mean, I know there's all of the epidemiological reasons. That's a big word. Mm-hmm. Um, so, cause I, I totally believe in the science. I'm not saying that, but I think that I think being in that fear energy for so long mm-hmm. has kind of given it this perfect Petri dish. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's, interesting because I don't think I would have ever thought this would happen in my lifetime. So it's created a a big perspective for me and coming from the place of creating what I was doing, it really made me look at that a lot to see, well, what does this mean for everybody? You know, what do I do with this? If I'm going to move forward with what I want to do to talk to people. And, you know, a lot of it, I think is, it is an awakening point. It's, it's definitely a big shifting point for the collective. So that's a big part of it. Now, we're not going to understand everything about it from our perspective here. You know, when we're on the other side, it makes more sense. But here, it's kind of hard to fathom why we even do these things. But also, I think it's not just the fear that's building within the moments of experiencing this. I think it's other fears, too, that are attached Mm -hmm. to it. Things that, that are just smaller things, you know, just like if you're fearful to put yourself out in the world and try something new. You're fearful of a certain food. You're fearful of relationships, whatever it is. There's a lot of fears in general that go beyond that as well. So it's kind of illuminating a bigger fear to show us where those other ones are as well. And it's something that's collected over time. It's not just this one point in time. Mm -hmm. So this has been in the making for a long period of time where it's like, okay, we've been in this stuck state of not shifting as much, just kind of holding ourselves back. And so now it's like, what's really important? When you are pressed with this, this issue, you have to really look at that. What matters the most to you? You know, what brings you the most joy? What is going to help you to be more in that presence of that love energy? What is going to make you feel good every day? Mm -hmm. Like, I'm sure that people will definitely feel this forever. They're never going to forget this point of being in a pause state, reflecting within themselves and within their families and how it affected them and changed different things for them along the way. And it gives us this, also this sense of strength, honestly, Mm -hmm. even though it's difficult, we have to realize that we are building a lot of strength through this. I mean, we have overcome things that seemed like, how are we going to get through it? Even when we were first saying it's going to be a couple months, And, you know, that was kind of, at that time, Uh that was fearful, right? That was like, oh my gosh, a couple of months, I can't go anywhere. What's going on, you know? But I think then it became people were starting to do things within that space. Let me spend more time with my family. I mean, I see people in my neighborhood, like doing things they never did before, Uh you know, hanging out with, not the neighbors, like, you know, everywhere, like in a group, but just like talking with their kids and going for walks and riding their bikes and just doing all those things they probably didn't find the time for before. And so I think that's interesting to see that. And it's also giving us an appreciation for the times when we did have those group connections and those other things going on, like the holidays when we would see everybody, right? And we're kind of separated right now. We can't do that. So are we, are we going to appreciate things now? Oh yeah. We're going to really appreciate it now (laughs) because it was kind of taken away, but it also has given us a time to just be within ourselves And maybe that was needed. Maybe we just needed to feel our own energy and how we can change that so that we can affect other people. Because instead of worrying about the the pandemic and everything that's going on, we can also make another choice. And we can say, well, what can I send out there that's good? Can I, you know, send messages to somebody, even if it's through an email or something like that or a phone Uh call? Can I focus on sending love to people who are needing healing? Can I send it to the earth? Can I just send it to the collective and can I shift it that way? Yes, you can. And if we all do that, how powerful is that? Mm-hmm. I yeah. mean, that's where we're, and see, that's where we're going to shift out of it. And it, it takes a little bit of a curve because we went through it for a while and it's getting to the point where it's going to start to bounce out of it. Okay. Mm-hmm. But it's not there yet, but it's 
starting to shift in that way. It may not seem that way because there's a lot of fear in the media and they're yeah. giving us a lot of numbers and all these different things. But remember, you have a choice. Do you want to keep to feed in, keep feeding into that? Or do you want to believe that everybody can start to get out of this and create a new portal of love for us to walk through into this new age of Aquarius, like you're talking about? We're not there yet to the age of Aquarius, but we're getting there. Mm-hmm. And that's why we feel this intense energy of this pandemic, because we're trying to say, well, we can't be that way anymore. We can't be in that weird state that we're, we're like stuck and, you know, feeling fearful about everything and not really being in a spiritual connection. We were too materialistic and too focused on, you know, the money and the, and the, let me accomplish so many things and work a lot of hours and all that kind of stuff. And going forward, the new energy is not like that anymore. It's saying, do you remember who you are? Your mm-hmm. spirit be free. So if nothing else, we can get through this time and say, we survived all this stuff and we built all this strength. And now it's this big release. Go and do what you came here to do. And I think that will happen. A lot of people will do that. Yeah, I, it definitely, I mean, it was the, uh, the slow down button. I mean, everybody yeah. had to, everybody had to slow down. Everybody had to stop. I'm so grateful. I mean, I think, you know, there's a lot of people who are like, oh, uh, you know, what 2020 took took from them. I mean, because we had, there has been a lot of loss. Right. Um, but I feel personally that I've gained so much from this. Yes, for so sure. So much. And um, I also, it's also have me um, like re-up my gratitude practice. Mm-hmm. Um, I think gratitude and presence you know, be, being in the present moment as much as possible. It was, I mean, presence was definitely my refuge in the beginning when mm-hmm. I was trying to, to stay out of that fearful mm-hmm. place um, before we kind of knew how the disease was, you know, how the, um, the virus was spread. You know, we didn't mm-hmm. know if it was on surfaces or, you know, was, right. should I wipe down my groceries? <laughs> Do I leave it? <laughs> like all of that craziness. Um, every time I would, you know, feel all that uncertainty and fear start to come up, bubble up, I would just, I would get present. I would just, mm-hmm. you know, get in my body, breathe. Yeah. I'm okay in this moment. I'm okay in this moment. I'm okay. Yeah. And um, I think, I think that for the first time in, like you said, like mm-hmm. who knows how long everybody was kind of forced to reevaluate yeah you know who who what they what their priorities are who they mm-hmm. love where they want to be what they want to do yeah. and i'm really excited yeah i am too and i like the way you mentioned that cuz i was honestly thinking about that earlier today i was just excited to think about that a lot of people are saying 2020 was such a bad year and i get that we went through a lot of stuff and a lot of people got sick and we lost a lot of people, but I also want to identify that there was a lot of good things that happened too. I had miracles happen this year and I'm never going to forget that. So even though it had the downs, there was also mm-hmm. a lot of good. And I want to, I'm going to remember that part forever. I'm going to let the other part go. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, a, a lot of, uh, I think even, I think the loss mm-hmm. has been a blessing. Mm-hmm. Do you, I, I mean, like, I, I kind of, yeah. I, t- I, I kind of like to live in this place of surrender. Like that's my sacred yeah. word where, yeah. because for surrender, for me, surrender means I have to accept the good and the bad. Mm-hmm. Like I'm open to all the bad stuff is, you know, bringing a lesson and all the good stuff is, are just blessings. And, um, so I, I think that so many people grieving and losing something, whether mm-hmm. it was a loved one or a job mm-hmm. or, you know, a business, um, has, has really just, uh, tightened us up as, as a humanity. And we're going to take one more break Mm -hmm. when we come back, we're going to talk about how we can build on this power and how we can do this as a collective. Where do we go from here? Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You're listening to the Dr. Pacho. I'm Susan Dolce and we'll be right back. Listen up. The wealth you receive is a result of your personal relationship with the soul of money, meaning your spiritual well-being affects your ability to create abundance. 
Jennifer Bloom works with people to mend the spiritual disconnects that block up the cash flow. How's your relationship with yourself? Are you in balance with the divine? I know, these are big questions, but there are answers. Take Jennifer's free money relationship quiz to learn where you need to focus your energy and watch yourself grow into the abundance you deserve. Trust the divine, learn to receive, you are worthy of all the wealth you seek. Visit jenniferbloom.com and click on the purple banner to take the free money relationship quiz. That's jenniferbloom, B-L-O-O-M-E.com. Stuck in a roundabout of dysfunction? Stop circling around difficult issues and find out what's been holding you back. Learn how to speak your truth to power with host Dr. Kathy Obear. Create real change with smart tools and smart strategies. No frills, no fluff, just life-changing conversations to help get you where you want to be. Extend your reach and become an agent for real change with Kathy Obear. For more information on Kathy and her work, please visit drkathyobear.com. That's drkathyobear.com. A word of caution. If you prefer the status quo and you are not interested in improving every aspect of your life, this book will trigger the shift out of you. The Truth is Funny, Shift Happens is available now. Author Colette Steffen brings the powerful knowledge and life-changing energy and empowerment from the radio airwaves to the pages of her new book. To get your copy in paperback or ebook, visit thetruthisfunny.com today. Tune in to The Jen Royster Show, intuitive guidance to inspire your life, each Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific and 11 a.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. This amazing show is an inspirational hour that will take you on an epic metaphysical journey to discover the spiritual approach to life's greatest challenges. Dr. Jen is an internationally known intuitive counselor, spiritual teacher, and energy healer. Call in for intuitive readings and visit JenRoyster.com for more information. Hi, everyone. I'm the host of Nothing But Now, Mindful Living with Dr. Mary Angela McGuire on Transformation Talk Radio. I share ideas, insights, and tools you can use to release yourself from fearful and negative thinking and live from a place of clarity and confidence. Please join me in each show where we challenge ourselves to change together. Please go to my website, mcguirelifecoach.com. That's mcguirelifecoach.com. See you next time. Hey everyone, we are back. I am Susan Dolce. I'm filling in for Dr. Pat today and I'm talking with Pam Barsh. We're talking all things energy and frequency. And before we get into this last nugget, which we were just saying we could talk about for forever, um, can you tell us again where people can find you? Um, yeah, they can go to my website at pambarsh.com and also check out my social media. It's also under my name. And free ebook is there also. Yes, there's a free ebook. If you go to my website, if you just sign up for the email, you'll get the ebook and it's helping you to basically shift your energy. Yeah, yeah. And like I, I mentioned earlier, it's like a workbook. And so this is a, I think this is the perfect time to, you know, as we go into the new year and we're checking our, our goals and our self-care, this is, it was, it was awesome. I really enjoyed it. So, um, okay. So before we went into break, we were talking about, um, you know, how we kind of have shifted as, as, a, as a human race, um, because this is global, this isn't obviously, it's just not in the United States. So how do we build on this power and work together as a collective? How do we, what do we do now as a group? Well, I think we need to start to figure out how, you know, what, what do we want to do together? How do we want to work together more? Like we are starting to do that even before this happened. We had groups that were trying to awaken to using energy and, and tapping into that to shift things and do these meditations. Like you'd have meditation groups and things like that. Mm -hmm. And I think now we can start to do more things that are even bigger, bigger causes for helping each other and supporting people that maybe have been through stuff during this time that went through harder things mm -hmm. and reaching out to people. So we need to start to reach out to people more in, in whatever way we can to start to cre create those connections and understand that we're at different parts in the journey. So some people are ready to make that shift more and some people are not. 
and just accept each other, truly accept each other for where we are. That's a big point because a lot of times we're judging too much. We're like looking at other people like, okay, you're from this place, this belief, this religion, this whatever. But underneath all of that, we are love. Our energy within ourselves is love. And where we go back to when we leave this world is love. And so if we can just understand that we're all the same in that way, that we can help anybody help each other in whatever way feels right to you. So don't feel like you have to do something that you don't want to do. You know, find some way that you can give back and help even your neighbor or whoever it is. When we are able to make more of those connections physically again, begin to do that and take every point in your life to have gratitude for that to really reach out and appreciate people for who they are and forget about you know the stuff that's not that important the things that are just you know they're checking the box of maybe achievements mm -hmm. or something like that but they're not our real selves they're not what's truly important you know if you really think about it when you're on the last part of your life let's say you're you know you're exiting and you have this awareness of that you don't look back and think, I wish I would have worked more jobs. I wish I would have watched more TV or, you know, like you don't go through all those things. Uh -huh. You basically look back and you have memories of laughing and sharing a moment with your kids or, you know, just doing something really funny and or going on a vacation or, or having a moment where you even were moved to tears because it was just so amazing and joyful. Right. Uh -huh. And so those are the things you reflect on. And then you go, man, I wish I would have done more of that. I wish I would have been more in that space and had like opened up my life to have a place for that. So part of it, I think, is we're going to go forward and find a way to reconnect this on a different, deeper level. But also we're going to go within ourselves and say, what can I create that gives me that time in my life to make this be peaceful and balanced? Mm -hmm. Because before we were just like, running rag and going hundred miles an hour. I mean, who wasn't doing that? We were all like driving all over the place, trying to get to places. Oh, I'm not, I have to get this place and this place and do all these things in one day and trying to do every activity we could think of. And now that we're taken away from that, it's like, well, what do I do with myself? And now it's like self, let me, let me reflect let me meditate. Let me see what is it that I want to do. That's really important that I want to have in that memory when I'm at the end of my life. So I think, it's a bigger, you know, collective, but individual thing that's shifting. And as the individuals shift in that way, and they allow that peaceful place to come in, they're helping other people to come into their tribe and cross their paths. So what will happen is most likely we'll get to the other side and we'll see, okay, once we're out of the pandemic, what is my tribe? Where is the place I belong? Mm -hmm. And it may be different than when we moved into it. Yep. So people will move out of out of our lives a little bit or kind of take a back seat a little bit. They may not be there as much. And then other people will come in and you'll just know that that's where you're supposed to be. It'll have a different feeling to it. It'll be a lot easier and you'll have a purpose together. Like mm -hmm. it's a, a small group collective purpose, but then also a bigger collective purpose. And I think that's also really important just for your own personal frequency is, is um, you know, being in a community um, that resonates with you, like-minded people, you know, like you said, especially working towards the same, same goal, whether it's, you know, to serve or uh, inspire or educate. <clears throat> um, and I think people overlook that a lot I, or, mm -hmm. or maybe, let, let, maybe not overlook it, but um, my example would be um, I, because my church was closed Mm -hmm. I started attending a different church online. My friends, uh, it's actually located in Maine. Different, it's you know, I belong to, I'm a Catholic, so it was my local, my local parish. And this church in Maine is a it's completely different denomination, but it was, mm -hmm. it was, it felt so right. <laughs> mm -hmm. And they were so welcoming. And it's like, I don't know if I want to, I don't know how I feel about yeah. The whole Catholic thing, like I've, I, it's been, you know, not getting notched away little by little over the years mm -hmm. with all the different scandals and things like that. Mm -hmm. And so I, th I think we need to, um, uh, it's important to look at the communities we're in and how they're supporting right. us and the, and the vibrations and the frequencies of the people that are in that community, mm -hmm. you know, um, super, super important. 
Yeah. Sometimes we get stuck in wanting to do the same thing all the time because it's comfortable and we don't push ourselves out of the box a little bit. So a lot of it has to do with that because, you know, you have your familiar faces and friends and things, but I've realized at different points in my life, the what I, where I learn the most is by making myself feel uncomfortable mm-hmm. and going to something different. So I have during this time of the whole pandemic is basically embraced a lot of online things that I would have not done before taking classes, you know, gone to little group sessions online. And it's just caused me to open up more to what else is out there that maybe I wasn't exploring. I wasn't thinking I could do that or that was going to be a part of my path, but it helped me to see that there's other points of view that I need to experience still. And maybe I couldn't travel to all those places before. And -hmm. now this has opened up the ability, which is very interesting because even though we had a lot of travel, people always couldn't travel to some of these things to do and experience stuff that they have. Now you have different spiritual leaders coming online, talking about all kinds of things Mm. and they weren't, and they weren't doing that before. So it's amazing to see that shift in how they're helping to guide people too, in a different way, people that maybe not have even known about them, honestly, like it's a brand new thing for them. So I think that's very, very cool that that's happening. Yeah, I think it's great actually. Mm-hmm. I think I, you know, it's it's so much easier to do it from the comfort of your home. Yeah. Um, and and you still like I go to Zoom church every Sunday at 10 o'clock. <laughs> but I mean, like you said, there's so all these other um uh you know conferences and workshops and different things you can attend that, you know, perhaps you might not have been able to because of travel and all of that. And so yes, I am uh I have gratitude. Yeah. <laughs> I am grateful for the pandemic. I'm grateful for the lessons of the pandemic. Um, I'm grateful for you being my guest here today. This has been a, a wonderful discussion that we were saying in the break, we could talk about this. We've like, we've only kind of scratched the surface on, on frequency, but so thank you, Pam, for mm-hmm. being on the show today. And if you would like more information on um, working with Pam, you can go to her website, pambarsh.com. And again, she has a great free ebook there. If you send them for the email, you get it automatically. And um, again, it's, it's a great way to, to kick off the new year. So I have a tagline. I'm going to use my tagline. (laughs) We all have a story to tell. You can live in the story or you can transform the story. It's your choice. You have a choice. But if you change your story, you change our world. Hashtag story field. Thanks for listening, everyone. Have a great day.